Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. For the next couple hours, we're going to be talking about Stephen Hawking and, of course, the latest book called Elastic, Flexible Thinking in a Time of Change by Leonard Mladenow. Dr. Mladenow is a theoretical physicist and he's an author, was on the faculty of the California Institute of Technology. He's also got other books out there, including The Upright Thinkers, The Human Journey from Living in Trees to Understanding the Cosmos, and a dear friend of Stephen Hawking. As a matter of fact, he has co-authored books with Stephen Hawking, uh, A Brief History of Time, of course. Leonard, welcome to the program, and our condolences to the loss of your friend. Thank you, George. He was just one of a kind. I wanted to get your take, by the way, on this uh, Texas representative. He's being attacked from all fronts about his tweet. I don't think he was trying to be insensitive. I I think he was just trying to say that Stephen has passed on, he's up there with God, and now he knows the truth. What do you think? I'm with you. I I heard what you said when you read that, and it sounded innocuous to me. People are just looking for fights these days, I guess. I I I don't know if there's anything more to what he said, but from... From the tweet that you read, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Well, it's good to have you back, and uh, we'll talk about some of your latest works uh, in just a moment. But give me your thoughts on Stephen. I mean, what what a guy to, first of all, to fight the ALS uh, disease that he fought for so many years and to continue to be the kind of person he was, both personally and uh, and with his thought process. Absolutely incredible, huh? Yeah, I, he 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 does seem superhuman in that sense. Both that you know he he was given two or three years to live when I think he was twenty one, and he had already been symptomatic for a little bit after before that, and and then he lived went for fifty five years after that. It, you know, and you combine that with the fact that maybe let me tell you as a physicist, here's something that I that boggles my mind. You know, we all. If you ever watch the physicist's work, which you may not have, <laughs> yeah. you work on a pad of paper scrawling equations or on a blackboard. You've seen in movies blackboards covered with equations, and we do that because your mind can't track everything. And, of course, he couldn't do that, and he did it all in his head. And um, and he obviously accomplished tremendous um, breakthroughs in science and it, it, with you know all picturing it all in his head. That's another, uh, to me, that's equally... <laughs> Miraculous as the uh, living the fifty-five years, it's I, it's not something I can imagine anyone doing, and it, it just shows you that he was built, you know, physically and mentally built differently. And unfortunately, I don't know what causes that disease, but um, you know, he, he he that was tragic. But he was the guy who could withstand it. Absolutely. How did you get to know him? How did that How did that start for you? Well, I first met him briefly at a talk that he gave at Princeton that I was just attending in the audience on his work. And then some years later, I got a call from him or well, from his assistant asking if I wanted to work with him. He had read my first book, and he liked it, and, I, and he was looking for someone to work with, to write books with. And he asked me. <laughs> I didn't have to think very long before accepting that one. <laughs> 
Well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad that he and you got together because you put out some riveting uh, information. And I remember a couple of years ago, Leonard, when you were on with me, we talked about Stephen Hawking's belief of God. And you correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you were saying uh, he's a believer. Well, you know, he he didn't believe in God, uh, the kind of God that that is in our religions, but any. Any uh, physicist believes in a certain order in the world, yeah, and that the world follows certain rules, and and that is a kind of uh, some people would call it pantheism, or used to, you know, it's a version of that which uh, has a long history. But <clears throat> yeah, he didn't believe in the in the in the Christian or Muslim, Jewish, or any of the kinds of gods that we believe in. But very strong, had a very strong belief that. The universe follows rules, and and they, you know, it it it's, they are never disobeyed. There are there are no so as opposed to ordinary religion, which talks about miracles in the past at least. Uh, he believed very strongly that there are no miracles. That this order governs everything in the universe, and it, it's um, it all runs according to the the plan that was the grand design that we mm-hmm. talk about. Uh, but. It, so it was a different kind of a grand design, but it was a grand design. <laughs> no, no question about it. One could say it was a different kind of God, you know, different yeah. from what the religious folks believe, but uh, some higher power nonetheless, whatever it might be. Some power of mathematics and physics. Yeah, exactly. I mean, when you sit back and think about the complexity of the universe, but as you mentioned, everything seems to have order to it. I mean, that, that by itself is remarkable. I'm really beginning to think maybe we do live in a digital world and somebody or something just created us on some computer. What do you think of that? Well, I think that's amusing, and it's a nice science fiction idea. And, it, you know, it could be true. It's one of those ideas that you can't disprove. Um, if, if we are all beings in a in a big computer that was designed to make the world run this way there's no there's no way of distinguishing between that and it not being that way so as a scientist i don't think too much about those philosophical questions um, it's kind of like bertrand russell the philosopher once said uh, how do I know there aren't teacups orbiting uh, Jupiter? <laughs> Maybe it was Saturn. I don't remember. But and he said, "Well, I, I can't tell." Of course, now we could. But back then, he said, "I can't tell, so I don't worry about such things." And so it's really one of those questions. Someone could say that there are teacups orbiting Jupiter, and um, I couldn't disprove it. And so I can't. I can't say that the person is wrong. But as a scientist, I I like to focus my beliefs on what there's evidence in favor of, not what there's no evidence against. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, th- I think sometimes, what if we're just this grand uh, scheme of artificial intelligence at some high level that has this ability now to reason, think, and everything else? And it's kind of weird to think about that. But then I get right back to, there's, there's more to this. This is, this is physical. It's here. I don't understand it. I still don't get the Big Bang, Leonard, at all. Maybe you could help me with that. Uh, I, I don't get how something could start from nothing. I just don't understand it. Well, that that is hard to grasp. A lot of ideas in modern physics are hard to grasp when you first bump into them if you're not used to thinking about them. And it's the kind of thing when you're a physicist and you become a student, 
you start solving, you learn the equations, you start solving the problems and doing the math, and you start seeing a different world. You you have no experience with atoms, for instance, right? right. So atoms, I have no no concrete experience, but I solved dozens or hundreds of, of uh, physics problems that have to do with atoms using the equations that we learn. And through each of those problems, you form a picture in your head of the atom and how they behave. And now I have this intuition about how atoms behave that has nothing to do with me seeing them. It has to do with me knowing the theories. And it's the same thing with the, with the Big Bang and the, the universe from nothing. And that's based on... So, so the, the Einstein's theory of, of the Big Bang didn't have a universe coming from nothing. But when you add quantum theory to it, you know, you've heard of the famous quantum fluctuations where things come and they go, and do they exist or not? They, 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 there's an uncertainty, and you can't, you can't define everything exactly. And it's that, those ideas that allow the, um, the universe to come from nothing. And you have to really get familiar with those ideas before it starts to make sense to you. It is really mind-boggling, though, isn't it? But let me boggle your mind, love. Okay, before we boggle our mind quite there, let's just boggle our mind with something even in a way more fundamental. Sure. That matter warps space and time. That's something that everyone's heard. Yeah. And as the universe, uh, we go back in time, and this is one of the things that Stephen studied, as we go back in time, the universe was smaller and smaller and smaller as it goes back toward the, toward the Big Bang. And as it's smaller and smaller, all the stuff that's here now is packed into a smaller and smaller volume. If you go back far enough, it would be packed into a volume of the size of a volleyball or a grapefruit or a lemon or a marble Amazing. or a pinhead. And at some point when, it gets, when all this amazing, you know, tremendous amount of matter and energy gets squashed down that tightly, the warpage of space and time is so great that you may as well forget about space and time as we know it. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.